welcome to the Good Fight Sports Podcast, your home for local sports here in the 574. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 25 of the Good Fight Sports Podcast. I am Kenny Kramer, and I have a long-time no-see guest, well, not guest, host of the show. I got Brady Master here today. Hello, everybody. It's been a while since you've been in the studio, honestly. It, it has been a while. You know, it's been a pretty crazy busy life, you right. know, so it's... Yeah, it's been a while. It's good to be back, Kenny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you were you were out at the campground when we did our yes, our special out there. <laughs> the special that uh, if you listen to it, <laughs> the, you know the, the audio quality is bad. Let's yeah, just put you, it out there. Honestly, you probably couldn't even tell it was me because of the audio quality. It was like, yeah, yeah. it was it was rough. Yeah, but hey, we it's, did it. We tried it out. Exactly. You know, we know it, it worked okay. Yeah, we were able to at least record it. <laughs> right, exactly. And it, it's out there for people to unfortunately listen to. Yeah. Just please don't listen to that. Those two episodes, those, well, that one episode broke broken up into two. Two segments. Two, Yeah, two segments. Two don't Just don't listen to them. Not, not worth it, honestly. Yeah, it's not worth it. So let's jump right in here, um, as we always do. This is our week four for high school football and Notre Dame kind of recap. Um, going over what happened in football. Uh, so we're going to first start off with uh, the spotlight game of the week for um, the Good Fight Sports Podcast, and that was Northridge at Northwood. Um, that was the game that I went to. Um, and so Northridge came in with the record of 2-1, and one, and Northwood was undefeated, ranked fourth in 4A at the time. And uh, – I saw no way that Northwood Northridge was going to win just by the fact that Northwood had smoked every team they had played prior mm-hmm. by a lot. But Northridge came in and stunned the Panthers Friday uh, Friday night, which was 9-8. All of the high school games were taking place on September 8th, which would have been Friday, um, with an 11-point comeback in the second half. Um, after being down 21 to 10 uh, to Northwood to hand them their first loss of the season 25 21 uh, the Raiders were in control of almost every stat possible uh, they had the ball for over 28 minutes Panther quarterback Owen Roeder went 17 of 30 for 255 yards and two touchdowns both to Nitarian Nitro Tuggle a five-star Georgia commit. What a name! That is that's a great ni- name. So, is Nitro actually his middle name, or is that no? Just that's his... a nickname. I was gonna say, if your middle name's Nitro, you got something about yourself. I mean, that's... if if that is his nickname, that is great. I would name my kid that Nitro. Yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting. It's something different. Yeah, it's yeah, uh. it is different. Uh, but he also threw three picks. Uh, and then had five carries for ten yards and a touchdown, and also had, th- and also got sacked three times. And Northwood only had four rushing yards at the end of the game on sixteen attempts, so ten of those came for the quarterback, right. and he had ten yards. And you do the math about everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, Tuggle had eleven receptions for one hundred and thirty-four yards and two touchdowns. Um, 
for the Raiders, however, running run um backup running back Derek Sherwood had 23 carries for 101 yards and a touchdown. Um, he also had the game ceiling first down that uh, captured the win for the Raiders. Um, and quarterback Braden Clark for the Raiders went tw- uh, 13 of 20 for 156 yards, had eight carries for 29 yards and a touchdown. And then Tucker Barber uh, got into the stat book as well for the Raiders. He captured his first interception of the season and of his career and um, got another one. He finished with two of the three interceptions for Northridge. Hmm. So my biggest takeaways of the game were, one, I am not impressed with Northwood's offense. They... They are very one-dimensional, um, and it's not in a running attack. They are way too focused on throwing the ball, which allowed Northridge to not have to stack the box. They double-covered uh, Tuggle all night long, and whenever Rotor had no place to throw it, a.k.a. if Tuggle was not open, he threw three interceptions. So they need to figure out something to do, whether it's run the ball a little bit more or th- throw it to other receivers. Cause yeah, if you get in the tournament time, teams are just going to start double covering Tuggle. Yeah. Well, I look at it this way, you know, Tuggle for receiving, you know, he went 11, you know, he had, you know, had uh, 11 receptions for 134 yards and two touchdowns. So you look at that and you say, even being double covered, he still gets that attention and he still gets that ball and he's still, you know, he's a five-star recruit, you know, he's very talented at the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but you really got to defer- diversify your offense. You know, a lot of teams really struggle when they got, you know, a star player they try to feed to. You know, um, that, you know, you give up really open plays because you're not, you need, you don't rely on your, you know, backup guys or, you know, you're not number ones, Mm -hmm. um, which a lot of teams struggle with. And, you know, like you said, Kenny, you know, their run game is, you know, or their run game is pathetic. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's terrible. I mean, that's that should be a core fundamental. I feel like, especially of high school ball, is to have a good run game because mm-hmm. you know you can have a really good pass game, but you know, run game. You know, you win games by getting first downs and getting touchdowns. And most plays, a lot of plays, are going to be run plays. Mm-hmm. You know, in a in a college or a high school setting. You know, when you get right. to college or towards professional, that's where passing becomes more and more. And they still run a lot. You know, Kenny, it's. You know, high school ball is, you know, a lot of guys are learning fundamentals of football. You know, first year, you know, JV, and then when they move up to varsity, that's where they start, you know, moving forward with the plays and getting different things. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you just got to really diversify your offense because, you know, you have the same offense. People are going to, you know, be able to go and, you know, see, watch film and see, okay, this is how these guys play. So double snuggle, nitro, and – uh yeah, you just you you lose games when you keep it the same. Mm-hmm. You know that's just how how high school football is and right football in general. Right, right, and that also covers number two on there. What I wasn't impressed with is the running game. The running game, like we said, is it was abysmal, um, and just 
that allowed <clears throat> that allowed Northridge to just double cover Tuggle, which I mean, if you're going to give Tuggle the ball that much, you got you got to you got to run it in order to get those passing lanes open. Um, and my third uh, takeaway from the game, and, and this one has been present for the last few years, is Northridge is a dark horse in four A. Oh yeah, never, never count out Northridge. No matter who they're playing, I mean, unless it's like a really good team, right? Never count out Northridge. I mean, Northridge just there's something about them that just says in the biggest spotlight they shine, and I mean that's been present in the in the tournament. Every time they face Northwood, the last two years in the tournament they've knocked out Northwood both times. Yeah. Last year Northwood came in undefeated after blowing out Northridge in the regular season. Northridge blew out Northwood in in the tournament. Exactly. So, I mean, and that that also feeds into number 4 here, the rivalry which unfortunately Northwood owns the the series on is starting to heat up. I mean, this is starting to be one of the biggest rivalries in the in the Goshen Napanee Middlebury area. I mean, it's it's a big rivalry over there yeah. now. Totally. And so next game for Northridge is uh, versus Goshen. Goshen's 0-4. That is a 7 p.m. kick over in Middlebury. Raiders are favored by 24, uh, 38 to 14. Um, I'm going to take Northridge 41 to 14, just because I think this is going to be a the Northwood game was a big boost for them, and I think they're gonna I think they're gonna take care of business against the Red Hawks of Goshen. So, for that game, I'm obviously going to go with North, you know, Northridge. Um, I think they're just a, like I said, they're a better, you know, they're a better rounded team um, overall. Um, I don't think it's going to be as much of a blowout. I mean, I think it's going to probably be in the 30-point margin for Northridge, but I do think Goshen will probably put up, I'm going to say 30 to probably 10. You okay. know, so, so Somewhere around there. That's what okay. I'm predicting here. And then next game for Northwood is at Warsaw. Warsaw is four and zero on the year, and that is a seven p.m. kick down there in War at Warsaw. Panthers, however, they're favored by three, twenty four twenty one. But I'm going to take Warsaw in that game, twenty eight to twenty four, just because I think there's something going on down there in Warsaw, and I think this is going to be a letdown game. For Northwood, I think what some people would think as Warsaw would be a, a pickup game for Northwood, th- this one's not. I think Warsaw is just too good this year, and I think this is a letdown game. And I think the loss to Northridge hurts Northwood the most, and Northwood's going to suffer in this game, and they're going to lose by four to the mm-hmm. Tigers. So I see it going the other way. Um, I think Northwood is going to actually win this game. Now, when something like, you know, when you lose to a team, you know, one of two things is going to happen. You're either going to, you know, self-implode mm-hmm. or you're going to move on. You're going to learn from your mistakes and get better. So the only way um, Northwood wins that game, they have to fix their run. They have to do something with the run game <laughs> or diversify the passing. If they don't do that, Warsaw will win. But I, I do see them, 
you know, making some changes, making some adjustments. And they also do have, you know, Nitro, Tuggle. <laughs> yeah. He's, I mean, he's a five-star recruit. You know, not trying to bring up the recruit status because, you know, you know, some people are flops, but I mean, this guy, this kid's definitely got some talent behind mm-hmm. him. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's going to go the other way. I'm going to say it's going to be, it's probably going to be, let me go with Northwood. They're going to, I think they're not going to have a blowout, but I think they're definitely going to score. They're going to score 32. So Northwood 32, Warsaw, Warsaw, hmm, i say Warsaw 16. I think. I'm, I think it's going to be... Wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't think Warsaw is going to store more than 16. Wow. Genuinely. Wow. Um, and, and also for Northwood, this is this is a tough game too because we got to remember, um, if you're not aware, Brady, the head coach of Warsaw is Bart Curtis. Hmm. The nickname for his offense that he runs is Bart Ball. Bart Ball is the triple option. Hmm. Run in high school is one of the toughest offenses to stop. The only other local team that I know around here that does that, regardless of what Pioneer does, Pioneer has a different style of triple option they run, is Mishawaka. Mishawaka and Warsaw basically have the exact same offense. So I I think this is going to be... This is the one time where Northwood has to basically put 11 guys in the box <laughs> to stop the Warsaw's offense. And you laugh. You laugh. It's it's true. They put 11 guys in the box to stop the run. That I mean that's just that's just how it is. So, I it's it's a hard offense to play against and I don't know. I just think I just think there's something in Warsaw there's something in the water down there this year. And watch out for Warsaw in the 6A tournament. If that's if they don't have to run into Penn. Right, and then Penn's going to And then if if they run into Penn, well, we all know what's going to happen. You know, and you mentioned the whole the Pioneer running that triple option or whatever, a different mix-up. I I remember when um Laville played. I think I think it was Laville Pioneer, right? They're the that it was weird looking at Pioneer out there because I you you weren't at that game, Kenny, right? You were at the yeah, you were at the you were at the Mishawaka Penn game when that was happening, right? Um, I th- I thought I was at the Pioneer game. I was at the Pioneer game. You were okay. Yeah, for this year. Oh yeah, so that that game. Like watching them play, you know, you see a normal, you know, triple option or whatever. It's it's only different in the fact that they'll, from what I saw, is they'll rotate instead of it being, you know, the normal when the ball, you know, they'll do a lot of those. Um, it, it's almost, I, I don't want to say it's like a, a quad option, but like there was a couple plays where they would actually bring in a receiver also and have him sweep around, which... It can work, but you're also not getting that same edge. You know, you're not you're not able to help the edge as much with you know blocking, right. which I think is the issue with Pioneer. That's mm-hmm. why they don't really do well with it. Is their their you know the edge doesn't really help. Um, but yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's the only takeaway that I know from Pioneer because <laughs> I don't really pay attention to 
Pioneer. So. Right, right. Um, well, I, I will say it's not working well as of right now yeah, no. because they don't have Jack Kaiser anymore. Yeah. Or the Llewellyn twins. Exactly. That's that. That exactly. was the backbone of the Pioneer. Yeah. Yeah, Pioneer. Um, so, Laville, they played Winnemac on Friday, and well, it went more smoothly than what I thought it was going to go. Laville won thirty-eight to six. I I really don't have a whole lot to say on this game. Lancers were up twenty-eight to nothing at the half. Proved to four and zero overall. Three and zero in the ACC. Uh, AC, ACC. ACC. In the in the Hoosier <laughs> North, not in the ACC. <laughs> <laughs> Winnemac falls falls to zero and four and zero and three in the Hoosier North. Next game for Laville is going to be an easy win. They play Caston. Caston has the same record as Winnemac does right now. That is a seven p.m. kick down there in the in the uh, forget what they call Caston's football field. Oh, the Comet Crater. The Comet Crater. Yeah, that's what they call it. Lancers are favored by only twenty five points. Only at thirty-five ten, I'm going to take Laville. Obviously, uh, forty-eight to six. I was in the same ballpark. I was going to say forty-three to three. They're going to hit a field goal. That's oh, all. Field goal. Hit. Okay. One field goal. That's. They're not. They're not. You know. After watching Hard Knocks, I don't call it the red zone or the you know the end zone. It's the gold <laughs> zone. They're not going to make the gold zone. Okay. They're not even going to get there. They might be able to kick it in there, but not against Laville's defense. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> okay. All right. Not I, a brand deal. <clears throat> I, I I fully agree. I would agree, but I think Caston punches in a late touchdown, tries to go for two, but fails. Okay. Uh, and then the next game for Winnemac is at North Judson. North Judson, don't don't sleep on North Judson. They're very good. Their record doesn't indicate their overall record doesn't indicate how good they are. They're two and two. A lot of teams had flukes. Yeah. But North Judson's one of those teams that they will probably always be a good team. Yeah. They're really strong. Last yeah. year they were really strong. It took a lot for the Lancers to take them down. Yeah. This year it's gonna take a lot. It's, I yeah. mean, it's gonna be a lot this yeah. year. So Yeah. Um, Winnemac faces North Judson on the road. North Judson, like I said, two and two, but they're two and one in the Hoosier North. That is a seven thirty p.m. kick, our time, <laughs> but six thirty p.m. Central. Right. Uh, Winnemac is twenty four point underdogs at thirty eight to fourteen. I thought that was way too kind. I'm taking North Judson fifty two to six. I would agree with that. I'd say fifty-two <laughs> to six. I mean, I'll be nice. I'll go fifty-two to seven. Okay, I'll, okay, I'll let you'll them get, hit the you'll extra, yeah, okay. extra point. Okay, I think that's fair enough that they could probably kick them. <laughs> you know, kick it at least. Okay. I mean, because you know, there's a lot of teams that they just they're really bad, but they have good kicking. I mean, I it is true. I mean, Pioneer doesn't have bad kicking. Their kicking is not bad. Laville doesn't. Laville has pretty good kicking. Laville has good kick. Man, they tried. They tried to pull off a free kick at their last game, or not last game, two games ago. They tried to pull off a free kick, which, if you don't know, I think it's called a uh, a free kick where if the returning team, if you kick off, and I think it's 
You mean an onside kick? No, no, no. So a free kick. So it's where you get to kick the ball like it's a kickoff, and if you get it inside the uprights, it's three points. It's it's one. It's a very weird rule in high school and college that is almost never used because you have to kick from the 50-yard line and try to get it in the uprights. But it's because LaVille, okay, they were up by, I think, it was a two-score game, or it, it was... No, it was a, it was a, t- a one-score game. They're up by a touchdown. And oh, was this? Oh, this was against Triton, now was it? Yes. Okay. So a free kick. I think it's a free kick. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called, Kenny. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's if you if you punt to the other team, and if they don't if they don't actually receive it, if instead your team grabs the punt, you can say, "Hey, we want a free kick." And you take the free kick, and it's at the 50-yard line, and it's an uncontested, basically, field goal from the 50. I think it's from the 50 or the 40. Um, but I am not 100% sure on that. Um, but it happened, and a lot of people did had no idea what was happening, and he missed it because um, it was short. But and it's actually smart for him because then... They got the ball at the 10-yard line instead of it being at, you know, the 25 or, you know, if they ran it back with only, like, you know, a minute and a half left in the game. So, you know, but, um, yeah. Oh, okay. So it's basically a punt Yes. for three points. Except you're not actually punting it because it's placed down as if it's, as if it's a kickoff. Oh, Okay. What you're, what you're, that's a, so there's, there, you can do that also. You can do that. It's, you can either have, hold it and punt it, or you can have it placed down and you can kick it yourself like a kickoff. Oh, okay. I, I've, I always thought you can do a drop kick for three points. Dro- yeah. Uh, yeah. You can do it. That's, that's, yes. You can do the drop kick. Cause I remember, can, cause I remember Doug Flutie doing that. Yeah. But you can do, where you have it, you know, sitting there, and the defense can't be within 15 yards. They have to be back. And they can't return it either. It's not returnable. So it does not matter. It's free. You can kick it. It's, it's a field goal, except you can't, the defense can't do anything, which, you know, you, you don't see it much. If you're going to see it, it's going to be in high school. But it was a very, I think it was a smart decision by the Lancers, but it, you know, they didn't get anything from it except better uh, placing on the ball. But, yeah, it was it was definitely interesting. Okay. All right. Now I know what it is because I was over here just reading about it. What's it called? It. Is it's there called a, a free kick. It's a free kick, yeah. 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 Okay. So with that, um, <laughs> Penn beat Hammond Morton Friday 35 to nothing. Um, again, I don't have a whole lot to say on this game either. Penn improves to three and one now on the year, and they now start conference play uh, this Friday, uh, and then Morton drops to one and three on the year. Uh, next game for the Kingsmen is against Elkhart. Elkhart is now one and three. That's a seven p.m. kick at Everwise Freed Field. Kingsmen are favored by twenty-one, thirty-eight to seventeen. I thought that was too kind. Give me Penn forty-two to fourteen. I don't even have to say who I think is going to win. Uh, <laughs> 57-12. Holy crap. 
Uh, next game for Morton is against Calumet. Calumet's one and three. Uh, the Governors are favored by thirty-two at forty-two to ten. I'm gonna be nice. Oh, you're being nice. I'm being nice. I'm gonna take Morton thirty-eight to seventeen. It's respectable. I have no idea about the two teams, honestly. I am just Calumet is terrible. Okay. Terrible. Okay. Terrible. Okay. Um, I'm gonna obviously I'm gonna take Morton. Uh, I'm just gonna take them. Um, we'll do thirty-six to fourteen. Thirty-six, fourteen. Okay, respectable. This is the one respectable game we have. Yes, I, I you know I agree, Kenny. And then some other local scores around here. Boone Grove defeated South Central 35-14. Bremen defeated Triton 28-21. Chesterton defeat, uh, defeated Laporte 28-7. Crown Point took it to Lake Central 38-12. Fairfield won in overtime down there in Oliver Field in Culver 39-31 in overtime. John Glenn beat Jimtown in a barn burner 12-7. Knox defeated North Judson in the Stark County rivalry, 22-18. Mishawaka took the Goshen, 48-13. Marion is still terrible in football for this year. That's two years in a row as New Prairie won, 31-13. Caston lost again, obviously. Lost to Pioneer, 35-6. Plymouth got its second win for this year. Plymouth is now two and two after defeating Wawasee, twenty-five to nineteen. Uh, these next two games are at uh, the next three games are absolutely terrible. Actually, the next couple of games here are just absolutely terrible ones. Rochester defeated Manchester fifteen to nothing. Riley beat Clay. I know you guys are so surprised out there if you listen. Clay lost again, lost to Riley seventy-six to nothing. In a game where it was sixty-three to nothing at half, mm. they they let up on the brakes a little bit. They said, you know, we're gonna let um, our freshman team get out there, junior freshman, and yeah. Well, it also you know it also helps when you have a running clock in the second half, where you don't have that many chances to score. Right. But I mean, it, it is still clay. They could have put up eighty. Well, yeah, they. Yeah, honestly, I I wouldn't be surprised if some team, some point this year, puts up eighty on South Bend Clay. Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, St. Joe defeated South Bend Adams forty six to seven. Washington defeated Calumet thirty to six. Tippecanoe Valley beat Tempton fifty three to nothing. Valparaiso beat Michigan Michigan City thirty one to seven. Warsaw defeated Concord in that rivalry, ten to three. See, that ten to three, that that worries me for Warsaw, man. They won by a touchdown. You know, one touchdown games, man. That's Concord's good. Concord's good, but they put up three points. I mean, to be fair, Warsaw's defense is amazing. Yeah, but still, I mean, Warsaw only put up ten. True. But you got to think of who they played. They played Concord. Concord's good. Good defense. Yeah. Northwood really doesn't have that good of a defense. I mean, it's okay, but yeah. yeah. And then West Central defeated Culver 52-18. to 
Sean. Now for scores from around the state. This is games that I I saw that were that looked that looked good. So first one Bloomington North defeated Bloomington South 25-24 in overtime. Center Grove defeated uh Cincinnati Archbishop Moeller of Cincinnati, Ohio 35-34 in overtime. Evansville Memorial defeated Evansville Modern Day 9 to 6. Fort Wayne Bishop Lures beat Fort Wayne Wayne 24-21. I don't know why that high school is named Wayne. It, you're in Fort Wayne. Why are you Fort Wayne Wayne? Wayne? <laughs> Fort Wayne Wayne. Oh my god. It's such a good name. It's almost as good as hmm. I don't know, some college name. <laughs> right. Ooey Pooey. Ooey Pooey. Yeah. It's actually not Ooey Pooey anymore, it's, though. It's Pooey. It's just Pooey. But still, Ooey Pooey was very dumb. It's stupid. It. Pooey is better. Yeah. Let's just. So, well, let's see. Here, here's what we're going to have down there we're going to have Ooey and Pooey. Because mm-hmm. Indiana University, right? That's Indianapolis still, is still going to happen, right? But Purdue University is still going to happen too, right? Actually, no, it's going to be Ooey, Ooey, Ooey. But Pooey is still going to happen down there too. Right. Um. Then Greencastle defeated South Putnam fifty-one forty-nine. Um. Greenfield Central defeated Pendleton Heights forty-three thirty-eight. Garen Catholic defeated uh, Rebuff Jesuit 34-29. Hamilton Southeastern beat Fishers 35-34 in overtime. Hammond Central defeated Highland 21-15 in overtime. Heritage Christian knocked off Eastern Hancock 24-20. Hobart beat Kankakee Valley 53-48 in a game of no defense. The game that you all thought about and we're like, hmm, I wonder how this team did. Ben Davis lost to IMG Academy of Florida, 34-14. to um, As I saw, the game apparently was never close. Um, not surprising. Probably the biggest game, one of the bigger games that we're going to have this year in Indiana. I mean, yeah. IMG Academy. One of the best schools in the country, easily. Oh, by yeah, they're the four top, top three. Yeah, they're yeah. After this game, I wouldn't be surprised if they're top three. Yeah, I mean they 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 put Ben Davis in the ground, and Ben Davis is a very respectable team, especially here in Indiana. Yeah. Not alone, you know, the whole country. I mean, right. they're pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty, yeah. Uh, New Haven defeated Leo forty-two to forty-one in overtime, and then Westfield de- defeated Noblesville twenty-eight to twenty-one. Now we're going to go through um, three of the conferences around here, three of the main conferences, the Hoosier North, the NIC, and the Northern Lakes, and give the update on the conference standings. So in the Hoosier North, Knox is number one. They're 3-0 and uh, in the conference and 4-0 and overall. They've won four in a row. LaVille is number two, well, tied for number one. Um, they're three and also four and in the conference and won four in a row. However, Laville has won now. Let's see, let's see, fourteen of the last fifteen games, and 
the last 13 regular season games. No, 16 regular season games dating back two years. Hmm. So LaVille's been dominant in the regular season. Yeah. Unfortunately, not in the tournament. Sadly. Yeah. Pioneer is number two. Well, they're tied for number two. They're two and one in the conference, three and one overall, and they've won one game so far. Well, not so far, but they've won. They're on a streak of one game. North Judson is two and one in the conference, but two and two overall, and they've lost two in a row. Triton is one and one in the conference, two and two overall, and lost one. Culver is 0 and 2, 0 and 4 in the conference, and lost five. Caston is 0 and 3 overall, 0 and 4, 0 and 3 in the conference, 0 and 4 overall, and lost 18 straight. And Winnemac is 0 and 3 in the conference, 0 and 4, and has lost six straight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Trash. Yep. Garbage fire. Yep. Well, just wait until we get to the second division in the Northern uh, Northern Indiana Conference. Then we can really talk some trash. I agree. In the East-West division, or as I would say, probably the bigger division in, in uh, the NIC, we have New Prairie tied for number one at 1-0 and in the conference. 3-1 and overall, and they've won three, three consecutive games. South Bend St. Joe is also at the top of the conference. They're 1-0. Three and one overall, and they've won one. Not a lot of one in, three actually. Not a lot of in conference games. No, Penn it's early only only two. Yeah, Penn and Elkhart have not played a conference game yet. They are both tied for zero and zero. Uh, Penn is three and one, and they've won one game. Um, and then Elkhart is one and three, and they've lost one. Uh, they got absolutely demolished in their last game. They played uh, uh, Massillon, Washington, and lost 48, 50, I think it was like 55 to nothing. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Um, and then Mishawaka Marion is 0-1. They're 1-3 overall and have lost two. And South Bend Adams is also 0-1 in the conference, 1-3 overall and lost two. Now for the fun part of this. Now for the fun part. and Just wait until the last team. South Bend Riley in the North-South division or the smaller school division is 2-0 in the conference, 4-0 overall. They've won four straight. Bremen is 1-0 in the conference, 3-1 overall, and have won three. Glenn is 1-1, 3-1 overall, and have won two. Jimtown is 0 and 1, 1 and 3 overall and have lost 1. South Bend Washington is 0 and 1, 1 and 3 overall and have won 1 game. And the school of all schools, the worst school in my opinion, the worst school for a school 3A. They're sorry, they're 3A. Worst 3A school in the entire state. Might be the worst in the nation. Maybe not. South Bend, South Clay. Bend Clay. With what? They're 0-1 in the conference. They're 0-1. 0-4 overall and have lost 32 consecutive games. 
What, what we would say? What, Kenny? That's disgusting. Lee bad. That is horrendous. Yes. You have to be you, you. You at that rate, okay? Clay should just demolish their school, burn it <laughs> to the ground, okay? Have it be, you know, uh, do something to it, and never build anything on that ground again because clearly it's cursed. <laughs> Thirty-two game losing streak. You play against Clay, and you have the mindset of, you're not going to beat them. No, no. They're, they know they're going to lose. There's, there's, if you're a fan of South Bend Clay, if I see anyone out in public wearing anything that says South Bend Clay, especially South Bend Clay football, I, burn I, that I, shirt. I, I burn it, but I feel bad for you. And, you know... I don't think South Bend Clay has ever had any college recruit, you know, any with with how bad at least in the last seven years or however long they've they've been bad for a long time actually. But so it's been their last winning season. Well, their last decent season was twenty twelve. They went five and five. That's still so, okay. really mediocre. Okay. That's really mediocre. Okay, you're not gonna like this next thing. Since then, guess how many games they've won? None. Well, no, sorry. Six. Basketball is worse. <laughs> they, they've not won a day. They've, they've lost no, 100 and... No, they're, they're, they're decent in basketball. They're decent now? They're, they're Well, they're not good, and they're not, you know, they're not losing in basketball. They win some games. Not a lot, but they win occasionally. Okay. So they're okay in basketball. But football, terrible. They're ter- they're terrible. If they've won six games since 2012, they're six and 93 hmm. since then. <sighs> Actually, they might be six and 94. Yeah, but you do the math on that. That's that's bad. That that's enough of talking about the worst team in the state. Let's talk. Let's talk about the Northern Lakes Conference. Let's go over that. Warsaw is at the top of that conference, tied for number one. They're two and zero in the conference, four and zero overall, and have won four consecutive games. Mishawaka is two and zero, three and one overall, and have won two. Northwood, and Northridge are both tied, sitting at one and one overall. Both are three and one. Northwood, however, has lost one, and Northridge Northridge has won one, obviously, because those two teams just played each other. Plymouth is also one and one, sitting at two and two overall, and have won one. Wawasee is also there at one and one, but they're one and three overall, and have lost one. Concord and Goshen are both zero and two in the conference. Don't sleep on Concord. Concord is better than what their record puts on. Um, but they've had a couple tough opening games of the season, and uh, they're sitting at two and two overall, and have lost two. Goshen, however, you can sleep on Goshen. Goshen's zero and two, zero and four overall, and have lost seven. That will wrap up high school football. Now for the most important thing: Notre Dame football. Yes, Notre Dame played North. Carolina State yesterday, September 9th. 
Notre Dame went into Raleigh, North Carolina. They had, well, technically they had three things to fight. Themselves, the weather, and the wolf pack. They passed all three. And they won 45-24. The game was not close. It was close at times, but Notre Dame ran away with it in the second half, mostly in the fourth quarter, actually. The Irish were up 3 to nothing at the end of the first quarter, and then 15 seconds into the second quarter, there was a lightning delay slash weather delay for an hour and 30 minutes. So Notre Dame had that ball because uh, the Wolf Pack had punted um, with 14 uh, – and Notre Dame got the ball with 14.45 left in the second quarter. And then they called it. And then so the first play out of the weather delay, call was give the ball to Audric Estime, let him run the ball. And he did, 80 yards untouched. That's a 230-pound running back going 80 yards untouched. Yeah. Just speed. Speed. Um, and there was actually a shot where, you know, he, he broke into the secondary and he looked back and then he just kind of shifted into another gear and just said, you know, you're threw not it catching. Fifth. Yep. He threw it. He threw it in fifth really quick. And it's like, you're not catching me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that made it 10 to nothing. Um, and then on the next couple of next drive, the Irish defense just kind of decided they were going to be good and be terrible at the same time. They were bad because they kept getting penalties. They, they finished with – they had 10 penalties in the first half. Well, they finished with 10 penalties overall. But it was like seven penalties they had in the first half alone. Half of those came in the second quarter. All right. On on two on two separate drives. Um and that kind of hurt the hurt the Irish. Um, NC State went down to make the score ten to seven. After that, uh, but then the Irish responded right away in three plays. Went right down the field, took the um, went back up by two scores to take a seventeen to seven halftime lead. Second quarter, the start was shaky at times. Uh, there was penalties again, um, but you know the defense. For the Notre Dame was not phased at all mm-hmm. uh, and held the Wolf Pack to 84 yards rushing for the whole game. Uh, just stout play overall. Um, um, in that third quarter, third quarter they allowed uh, the Wolf Pack to come back and make the score 24 to 17. But Notre Dame in the fourth quarter just kind of kicked it into another gear. And the second half, too, it was all Notre Dame. They outscored NC State 28-17 to in that half. Um, Sam Hartman went on to finish 15 of 24 for 286 yards and four touchdowns uh, with the win. Irish are now 3-0 and on the year and have now won 30 consecutive games against ACC opponents during the regular season. And now Notre Dame's next, home, uh, next game is at home against Central Michigan. Notre Dame's going to win. Oh, well, yeah. It's going to be a blow. Yeah. Um, I think Notre Dame's going to win, like, 
48 to 7. It's it's not going to be close. I fully I fully expect second second stringers to get in in the second half. Okay. So, some some team stats for this game. Notre Dame finished with 456 total yards. They had 286 passing yards, 170 rushing yards, 16 first downs, 33 tackles, one turnover, and had the ball for 32 minutes and 25 seconds. So just controlled the ball for most of the game. Right. NC State had 344. That's kind of skewed because the fourth quarter at the end of the game, Notre Dame had their uh, second string in on defense because they were up 45-17 to 17 and allowed a garbage-time touchdown to NC State. Uh, they had 260 passing yards, only 84 rushing yards. They had 20 first downs, uh, 21 tackles, three turnovers, um, I believe that was three interceptions they had. Um, But NC State only had the ball for 27 minutes and seven seconds. So just, like I said, a dominating win for Notre Dame after people had said this is going to be one of the toughest games Notre Dame is going to play because it's their first true road game. And I think Notre Dame passed with flying colors. Um. Now for some other scores from around college football. There's some surprises in here. Also some, you know, okay, this is fairly obvious. They were going to win. First one, Texas beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa in Bryant-Denny Stadium with Alabama on a 21-game win streak in that stadium and won by 10, 34-24. Quentin Ewers... Big upset. Right there. Big, big, big time win yeah, for big. Texas. Steve Sarkeesian and the Texas program. Um, if that is going to boost Texas in the rankings, big time. I, I, I would almost see almost a flip flop in rankings there. Yeah. You can easily put Texas three. I mean, honestly, you could make the case to put Texas anywhere above five at this point. Even number one. You could put Texas number one with this win. But we still have a long way to go in the college football season. Um, Colorado defeated Nebraska 36-14 to in that rivalry game. Um, Coach Prime has a good start out there in Boulder. The new rankings are out, by the way. For oh, so would you like to? Would you like to? Hear yeah, the let's hear those new rankings really okay, quick. So, <clears throat> number one, obviously, Georgia. Okay. Number two, Michigan. Okay. Number three, Florida State. Mm-hmm. Number four, Ohio State. Now, this one I totally disagree with, and I think this team is <clears throat> does not deserve to be in the top ten. <clears throat> USC, not just because I don't like them, but I think there's a lot of better teams out there that can beat USC. Then Texas is now number six. Okay. Um, Penn. Penn seven. State. Penn State, seven. Um, Washington is number eight. Tennessee, number nine. And Alabama is ranked 10. 
Notre Dame ranked 11. They dropped Notre Dame? Yeah. And How? Alabama. Alabama. No. Is <clears throat> no. You can look. It's on, it's on ESPN. Is that the coach's poll? I don't know. It's on ESPN. Oh, that is the coach's poll. AP poll's not out yet. Yeah, yeah. I think they go by the AP poll. Hmm. I think. I don't know. I don't know. But the coaches poll did have Notre Dame at eleven. AP AP has Notre Dame at ten. So it's one of those. It's like I'm going by the AP poll. I do think Notre Dame is a lot better though. But <sighs> Notre Dame's not better than Alabama. But no. But Notre um, Dame is better than Washington. Better than, uh, I don't know. They're better than Washington better than and Tennessee. Washington, Tennessee, maybe Penn. I'd say they're better uh, than Penn, Penn State. Uh, Penn State. Penn State's they're, good. They're pretty good this year. Um, I, I remember we made predictions back at the the camp out um, for who's gonna you know who's gonna be there. Um, I'm actually see. I want to see Notre Dame. It's not gonna happen. But if I had to realistically, obviously George is gonna be there. Oh, for sure. Um, could be Michigan. But I think I think Florida State's gonna run with it this year. I think they're gonna win it all. That's my new that's my new predict predict prediction. <laughs> couldn't say it. Couldn't get it out, Kenny. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say predicament. Well, I could. I mean, you are in a predicament because you're taking Florida State. Which see, I don't think Florida Florida State's that bad. Honestly, I think they're they're pretty good. They're very good this year. I guess. I mean, yeah, they haven't played anyone yet. That's too crazy. Yeah. Um, so keeping going here in other scores, uh, Utah barely. Oh, they played, rankings. By the way, keep Florida going State, on the ranking on the rankings. Florida did beat LSU though. Oh, that LSU is true. Oh, that is true. And they that won by true. they won forty five to twenty four. That is true. They I have mean, they have played LSU. That is my bad. And I would say, oh, they're gonna play Clemson, but Clemson's terrible. Cle- Clemson, um, Clemson's falling off the. Okay, so. After Notre Dame, it's Utah, okay, Oregon, LSU, and then Kansas State. Okay, let's see. Um, You're so, at, are oh, you at twenty right Sooners? now? No, I'm at. Uh, I am at sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. So Oklahoma, sixteen. Um, Oregon, seventeen. Is that Oregon State? Oregon State. Yep. Um, UNC, eighteen. Uh, oil Miss nineteen, Duke Ole Ole Miss. I say oil. Oil it's Miss. A, it's 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 a joke. Okay. Um, Duke twenty. This team should be way lower down on the list. Colorado twenty one. I think that they should be right next to Oregon and LSU. Um, Clemson shouldn't even be in the top twenty five, but they're number twenty two. Um, Miami twenty three. Okay. Iowa twenty four. Iowa should be higher, and then UCLA twenty five. I think they should be a little higher. Also, yeah, I, I don't agree with half of those rankings. Yeah, especially I don't, especially Notre Dame. I don't agree with that. But I'm not a member of the coaches poll, or I don't have any say in the AP poll either. Yeah. Well, thank you for those rankings. Yeah. Um, even though, like I said, I don't agree with half of them. Um, I'm probably gonna come up with my own poll. For this podcast. So. uh, Number 12. Utah. Escaped. Baylor. With a win. 
Baylor was up 13-3 to at half and most of the second half, too, and Baylor and just kind of flopped. Utah came out, and I think they got over 220 rushing yards in that game, too, most of which came in the second half and got away with a seven-point win. James Madison of the FCS beat Virginia 36-35 to in Virginia, too. That's just that's just crazy. Yeah. The battle for the Sty Hawk Trophy, Iowa, Iowa State, went again to Iowa. Iowa's dominating that series and won the game twenty to thirteen. Miami won at home, unfortunately. Forty eight to thirty three against number twenty three Texas A and M. Ole Miss Defeated Tulane, thirty-seven to twenty. Um, Tulane was also without their starting quarterback, so that didn't help Tulane in that game. Number seventeen, UNC, escaped App State with a win, third of uh, forty to thirty-four in two overtimes. You, uh, Cincinnati defeated Pittsburgh or Pitt, twenty-seven to twenty. Central Florida defeated Boise State 18 to 16. Number 13 Oregon escaped Lubbock, Texas uh, at the University of Texas Tech 38 to 30. And then Rice defeated Houston 43 to 41 in two overtimes. That's all I got. I don't have any so, NFL stuff. Yeah, I don't really have too much NFL stuff. Um, you know, today's the first day, you know, when, when we're recording this. Um, yep. First day of the NFL season. Or, well, Thursday was the first day. I don't first say, Sunday. First, This is the first Sunday. Um, big games today. I'll just quickly. Um, I know the, 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 the game tonight, uh, it's Cowboys-Giants. Okay. I'm just going to give a prediction. Um, Cowboys are going to win. They're gonna win thirty-eight to twelve. Um, just uh, Cowboys' offense is really good. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott's gonna do really well this year. I think they are definitely Super Bowl contenders. That might be a little crazy to <laughs> oh say. I'm gosh. not a Cowboys fan. I'm a Chiefs oh fan. Gosh, but I'm I'm a I'm a I'm just gonna say that. But um, I did want to mention one thing about USC. They have literally played nobody. Oh, I know that San Jose State. Nevada, Stanford. I mean, Stanford. If we were maybe I don't know playing, I don't know golf or you know a sport that you know. If we weren't even playing sports and we were just talking about the school itself. Yeah, Stanford's a way better Stan- school. Stanford's way better. But they're gonna be playing, and I they're gonna beat. You know, their their next game is Arizona State. They're okay, gonna, that's a win. They're that's four and zero. Big biggest upset. They're gonna lose to Colorado because no, they not. are they are gonna be in Colorado. It doesn't matter. They're playing them at Colorado. They're losing to Colorado. Nope, they're not. They're going to Arizona. They're playing Arizona, and okay, then they're win. going to Notre Dame, and yep. they are going to lose. They're losing to Notre Dame for sure. They're lo- Colorado has a chance. Colorado, <laughs> they have a chance. 
I see it. Their offense is so dang good. Their quarterback has – he's the best quarterback currently in all the college football. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they don't have a running game. They have a good pass game. You shut down the pass. You shut down Colorado. It's like TCU North- wasn't able to do it. TCU has a good defense. Well, that's actually not true. No, they, TCU okay. does not have a good defense. They're, they're okay. They're in the Big 12. Let's just get that thing straight. They're in the Big 12. There is no such thing as defense in the Big 12. I guess. See, but here's the thing. I didn't believe in Coach Prime until I actually saw them play. But now... I easily think they can beat USC. I, I don't think USC is that good this year. They have good players. But, yeah, they're blowing out teams which are terrible. They've not played anyone real this year. Mm-hmm. No, that's, they've not, that's they've, true. They're, 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 they're eating baby food right now. They've not actually had a solid meal. So, realistically, it's not crazy to expect that, I mean, Colorado's ranked 22. I mean... Alabama was ranked three, and they lost to Texas, and Texas was ranked what? 11. 11. So it is a bit bigger of a jump. But USC, there's a lot of teams that are better than USC that are lower down on the rankings that deserve to be higher, which I think is dumb that USC gets it over those colleges. Just because the point index and because they score you know, 60 points a game Against nobodies. Yeah. I mean, I get that, but, I mean, USC is good. Even though they're still dog trash. They're, they're always going to be dog trash. Right. It, it, if you talk to me. I don't care how good they are. I'll admit they're good, but they're dog trash. Because they're USC. Right. Um, I, I, fully, I fully expect USC to be undefeated coming into Notre Dame. Wow. I, I think... I, yeah, I don't know, man. And I think Notre Dame's going to be either one loss or undefeated as well. It could be you could see college game day going to Notre Dame for two for two games. Ohio State obviously. Yeah. And or USC. Just if Notre Dame beats Ohio State, you can almost write college you can almost put college game day in for Notre Dame-USC. Yeah. I I fully expect game day to be there for Ohio State. But I just... I haven't seen enough from Colorado yet. I mean, you just blew out your rival. Yes. Congratulations. But it's Nebraska. Nebraska's been (laughs) doggy doo-doo for a few years. They did beat TCU, man. They beat... Yeah, I mean... TCU was there. TCU, yeah. They beat... They have a good... Resume building win as of right now against TCU. That's if TCU keeps winning. TCU has got to keep winning. They can't lose. So, I mean, it's a good they got it on the road. So, I mean, if Colorado keeps winning, you know, the committee, college football playoff committee, mm-hmm. is going to see that. And they're going to be like, okay, beat TCU on the road. Let's say, let's, let's use your example. I, I don't know what Colorado's schedule is, so I don't know their full schedule. Because I was going to co- almost go g- kind of game by game here for Colorado. Colorado State? Okay, that's going to be a win. So they're, so that's 3-0. and Oregon? 
uh, three and one. Ooh, they're losing to Oregon. Where's that at? Oregon. They are in Oregon. For that. that. Yep, three and one. Arizona State. Four and one. Stanford. Five and one. Or sorry, 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 sorry. It's Oregon then USC. Okay, that's. F- okay, so, well, so three says, and one, three and two. Three and two. Okay. Arizona State. Uh, four and two. Stanford. Five and two. UCLA. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Colorado. Six and two. Well, yeah, UCLA. I mean, they're ranked 24, and they're not really. I don't think. Yeah, I, I'm, I don't. And then yeah. they're playing six or- and two. Oregon State. Uh, six and three. Ah. Where's that at? Is that Colorado or? That is in Colorado. I'm going Colorado on that one for sure. Six and two, seven and two. I'll it's take. It's hard to play, especially in Colorado. You got the altitude difference. It definitely is. I'll take Colorado. Really seven different. and two. Arizona, eight and two. Washington State, nine and two. Utah, nine and three. Yeah, Utah is ranked twelve. So I will. I will. T- uh, nine wins for Colorado. Hey, I mean they they won one game last year. So to turn around and win nine games, I think they're only going to lose probably one. No, Brady. They're losing one game. No, they're not. They're going to lose to Utah. No, they're not. They're they're not losing. They are not beating Oregon. They're being Oregon and USC. They're not beating Oregon and USC. It's going to be an upset game. Last game of the season, they're going to be in Utah. It's going to be a upset. No, Colorado is not doing that i will i will i will put money on it i will put money so on you want to hear the numbers of uh utah's quarterback compared to uh Sheon sanders he's got let's see Sheon sanders uh he is 69 for 80, 89 on the pass okay with 903 yards six touchdowns compared to uh bryson barnes who's the starting quarterback for utah okay 18 and 37, 230 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Okay, also look at the defenses that Colorado has played against. TCU's defense is not that good. Nebraska doesn't even have to line up. That's how bad their defense is. I could I could throw for 300 yards against Nebraska's defense. Yeah, okay, Kenny. Uh, you know, actually, sorry. You probably could. Would you win? No. But could you? Yeah, yeah. I would win. <laughs> Playing for who? <laughs> Notre Dame? Or no, oh, you mean Colorado. You'd be the starting quarterback for yeah. Colorado. Yeah, I'll be the starting yards. quarterback for throw, for Colorado and throw for 300 well, yards. He, he threw for 500 and also had like bunch of rushing yards but oh i ain't running the ball <laughs> no i'll i'll either i i'll eat it or take a sack so i'll have rushing yards just negative yards but i can throw for th- at least 300 yards against nebraska's defense hmm. i mean i'll give them they're they're gonna start off the year three and oh but when they start conference play they're losing to Oregon. Oregon's probably going to put up forty on them, if not fifty. So because it's I, in I, Austin. I just, I just have to say this: you were saying that USC is going to beat Colorado. Colorado. USC has not played a real defense. 
Not that Colorado has the best defense, but they've played literally teams with no defense also. So making that same argument that USC is going to destroy Colorado or beat Colorado is the fact that it's going to be an offensive game, right? Okay, where's the game at? Is it in Colorado? Or? Yes, it's in Colorado. Home court advantage. That's why I'm taking it. And also, Shion's, uh I think I'm saying it right. Yeah, Sh- Sh- Shador Sanders. Sh- Sh- Shador. Shador Sanders is the second highest ranked player in college football right now. Next to, I didn't even know this guy existed, um, Braden Shager of the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. Okay. You, okay. Do you okay? Do you see that? Do you see <laughs> I that? Know why. Okay. Do you it, see that? We're two games in. Mostly, we're two we're two weeks into the college football season. Some have been three weeks in, but we're two weeks into the college football season. It's way too early to even look at stats right now, let alone even care about rankings. I mean, Notre Dame has the best run game. I mean, yeah, of, of course they do. They have the best red zone offense, too. Gold zone. Actually, it goes well with Notre Dame because, you know, the colors are, you know, gold is a primary yeah, color in that Notre is Dame. True. It is true. It is true. But they have the best red zone offense. Sam Hartman's almost considered for a Heisman Trophy right now. But, again, so we're two weeks into the uh, season. So. But Colorado's going 9-3 and three this year. It's a guarantee. Sam Hartman, isn't this his like sixth sixth year in college? Yep. So six years. <laughs> funny uh, stat I saw his first year. Or no, this was Stetson Barrett. Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett. Sorry, That's Barrett. I'm thinking of R.J. Barrett. Um, so Stetson Bennett, his first year in Georgia, he was teammates with Sony. Uh, was it Sony Michelle? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sony Mitchell. Yeah, Mitchell, Michelle, whatever, people. Um, Sony ended up going on to winning two Super Bowls with two different teams in the span of five years after that and retired before Stetson ever took a snap in professional football. (laughs) That's a stat that I think is ridiculous. I think it's funny, don't get me wrong, but six years, I think he also played six years. That's... Why? Why is that allowed, Kenny? I don't think that should be allowed. Four years? Okay, well, you can take a fifth year as a graduate student. So you can. You can't come back for a fifth year. Remember, we now have COVID year. That's that's how you can get six years. I think that's the stupidest thing ever. I mean, five years, I still think is kind of dumb. But it's like... It's basically like having someone who's basically already a professional, okay? I mean, they've not played professional, but they're that age that a lot of professional players play. And they are playing against people who are not that <laughs> experienced. Well, there, there's one there's there's one reason why they come back. Even, you know, reasons for, you know, other teams too. But they use the – they want a ring. They want yeah. a national championship. That's what they want. That's why Sam Hartman came back. That's why he's at Notre Dame. Plus, it's the Notre Dame was the best option for him to be drafted because now he's getting attention. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, not that he wasn't getting attention at Wake Forest. Right. But people know of Sam Hartman now. He's being talked Household about in the name. media. 
Yep. And Notre Dame now has a shot. Not saying they are. They have a shot to make it to the college football playoff. And if they do, they have a shot to win the national championship. Not saying they are. Again, I'm not saying they are. Keith Montgomery, so if you're listening this, to this podcast, I never said that Notre Dame was going to every win the, year in the national or... championship. <laughs> said that last year, and then Georgia kicked in our teeth. We never played Georgia last or year. Not, no, 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 two years ago, sorry. It was two years ago. Because it was Georgia-Notre Dame in one of the bowl games, and Notre Dame lost by like 40, 44, I think. Well, see, we also got to know who the coach was at that point, too. It's true. We had Brian Kelly and Tommy Rees as a Brian offensive Kelly's coordinator. Brian Kelly's not a bad coach, though. Yes, he is. Didn't they win a national championship with Brian Kelly? Who, Notre Dame? Yeah. They made it to a national championship and played the 2012 Alabama Crimson Tide. Oh, yeah. With, oh, my gosh, so many NFL draft picks. And lost 42-14. to 14. That's what it was, yeah. They played Clemson in 2018. Yes, they lost by 27 points, but that was in the second half. First half, Notre Dame had a shot to beat Clemson. Mm-hmm. Then Julian Love got hurt, and, which hurt you know, Notre Dame. Trevor Lawrence. And then Trevor, yeah. Trevor AKA Lawrence one of the off. best college quarterbacks to ever play, in my opinion. Exactly. The Notre Dame was in the ACC championship game. Lost to, lost to him what thirty, thirty-seven to fourteen or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Then played Alabama in 20, 2020. 2020, 2020, yeah, twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the Rose Bowl, lost thirty-one to fourteen. Brian Kelly never had his teams ready to play in big games. Did they win at home? Well, of course they won at home, except when they played Georgia. Right. Georgia was the only exception. But they never won on the road because Brian Kelly did not have the right mindset for his players, Mm -hmm. and he was a terrible coach at Notre Dame. He's a terrible coach at LSU. Brian Kelly's just a bad coach in general. Does he win games? Yes, but he's a terrible coach, and so is Tommy Reese. Tommy Reese is a terrible offensive coordinator, and he's at Alabama now. Alabama's starting to go down. The era of everyone going to Alabama is over. It's now it's Georgia, it's Notre Georgia. Dame. It's Georgia, Georgia, Ohio State, Georgia, Notre Dame. Ohio State. I mean, Clemson's in there. Meat no, chicken. Clemson. Clemson's Clemson's in the same boat as Alabama. They're on oh, the that is true. Yeah, Clemson so, is. Yeah, I, the, the, I fully expect Notre Dame to be in that. It's, they're already there. They're already getting the top recruits next year. Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame. If they don't win this year, twenty twenty four. Mark my words. I'm being dead serious when I say this. Notre Dame could win the national championship next year in twenty twenty four. CJ Carr might be one of the best quarterbacks. We have ever seen go through Notre Dame, ever. Yeah, I agree. He's yeah. <sighs> well, I ain't got anything I else, got man. Anything more man. We, we, <laughs> we really went down a rabbit trail there. Talking. We kind of did. Yeah. We got to talk about the rankings, then had a brief discussion about Colorado. Yeah. Nine and three. That's what they're going. 
I disagree, but you know, hey, we'll find out, Kenny. We'll yeah, find we'll, out. We'll find out. We'll find out, man. Oregon's gonna win. <laughs> if you can't see, he just made the the O, the big O, aka um, what Alabama's uh, or not Alabama, um, Colorado's uh, losses are gonna be this year. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we will see. But for Brady Master. This is Kenny Kramer saying so long. So long, everybody. Hey, guys. It's Kenny, host of The Good Fight. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to hear more, you can check out our website at thelugnutspodcastgroup.com for all information related to the podcast and where to listen to us. You can also follow the Patreon page for exclusive benefits for the show. Join us next time for The Good Fight.